Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. To make sure you're hitting the mark in your relationship, check out my top four resources on my website, drwyattfisher.com, and those resources are my membership, my app, my retreats, and my coaching services. So be sure to check those out to make sure your relationship is hitting the mark. Today I'm going to talk about my top four dating fails. This is something I haven't shared before, but I have a lot of dating fails in my history that are quite comical. My family knows about them. My kids know about them. And the other day, one of my kids was saying, you should post that on your podcast. So here I am. I'm going to talk about my top four dating fails. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to some of these dating fails, and I thought you would find it entertaining to hear me talk about them as well. So number one, the first story of a dating fail is there was a girl I went to high school with, and this was our senior year, and I was really excited to go on a date with her. Her name was Heather. And so I asked her out on a date, and I thought it'd be a great idea to go rollerblading, because I love to rollerblade. She had never been, but I thought I could show her how, and it would be a great date. So off we went, she drove, picked me up, I had rollerblades, and she had some old rollerblades she borrowed from somewhere, and we get to a park. And when she's barely moving back and forth, trying to wobble and not fall, and she's slowly getting the hang of it, and she was doing better, and so I thought, you know, this date's going pretty good. And we're at the top of a hill, and I rollerbladed down that hill, and then I looked at her, and she was scared to come down the hill. It was a concrete hill, like a concrete path. So I said to her, Heather, you can do it. You can do this. Come on. I'll watch you. You're fine. And she was really nervous, but I talked her in to trying to rollerblade down this hill. And so she was really scared, but she tried it with my coaxing and encouragement. She started coming down that hill, and about midway through the hill, she lost her balance and fell head over heels. And she bounced and twirled and just did a lot of somersaults down that hill and skidded toward the bottom of my feet. And she was crying, and she had scratches on her elbows, scratches on her knees, blood was dripping everywhere. It was a mess. And so I felt really bad because I talked her into coming down the hill. It was my idea to do rollerblading. And so, you know, I kind of helped her wobble back to the car. We took off her rollerblades, got into her car, and then she had to drive because it was her car. And so she got these napkins, and she had napkins stuck to her elbows, napkins stuck to her knees. And so she was like whimpering, you know, trying to drive all the way back home. And it was a complete fail, it was a dating fail. Uh, She never went out with me again after that. It was the first and last date that we had, (laughs) and it was horrible. It was my fault because I encouraged her to come down that hill. So that was one of my dating fails. Another dating fail that happened, I think, that same year as I took this other girl on a date, and we were driving around. She was also driving that day. I had an old Volkswagen Beetle in high school, and it broke down once a week. And I have another story I'm going to share about that. So that's why a lot of times I would go on these dates with girls and they would have to drive because my old Volkswagen, it was a 1974 Super Beetle, uh, was in the shop frequently. Anyway, so I pick up this other girl for a date and I was like, hey, what do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know, maybe we should get something to drink from McDonald's. And I was like, okay. So we go through the drive-thru 
of the McDonald's parking lot, and again, she's driving, and we ordered an extra large strawberry milkshake, just one, thinking we could share it. So that was kind of romantic, we could share this milkshake. And so we drive through the drive-through, we pay for the milkshake, we get the milkshake, and I'm starting to sip on the milkshake. And we just got one straw, and we're driving down the road, and I'm sipping on it, and we finally come to a stoplight, and she says, hey, can I have some of that milkshake? And I was like, oh yeah, no problem. And so I reached over to her, she was on my left, because she was driving, and she said, hey, can you take the lid off so I can drink it better? So I take the lid off, and I'm trying to kind of hold it for her around her mouth and trying to kind of angle it so she can sip on it since we're at a stoplight. And just as I was angling it for her to sip on it, the light turned green and she stepped on the gas and that momentum made me pour the entire milkshake down her front. <laughs> the entire extra large strawberry milkshake poured all the way down her front. So she got drenched with milkshake from her neck down to her waist. And so she screamed and I screamed and, and the milkshake container got thrown through the car somehow and, and it was a fail, it was a huge disaster. Uh, it was a mess, uh, not surprisingly, she wanted to end the date shortly after that. She dropped me off at her house, or at my house, so she could go home and get cleaned up. And needless to say, that was also the first and last date that I had with that girl. Later that year, uh, the most popular girl in school, I heard that she had a crush on me. And I was getting my braces off, and so she was like, hey, when's, when's Wyatt gonna get his braces off? Because I kind of have a crush on him. And she asked one of her friends, one of her friends asked me, and so I told her when I was getting my braces off, and, and that was like a prerequisite before she would be willing to go on a date with me. Her name was Shay. And so finally, she, she, I had my braces off, and she liked what she saw, and she wanted to go out on a date with me. And so I heard this through the grapevine, through her friend Kim, and so I asked her out, and I said, hey, do you wanna go out this weekend? And she's like, yeah, yeah, let's go out. So super excited, super nervous, because she was the most popular girl on campus. And thankfully, my car had just been repaired, my old Super Beetle. So I had my car, and so we arranged when I was gonna pick her up, and then I was gonna take her to the movies. So off I go, driving my car, go over to her house, pick her up, so far so good, and really excited and I'm nervous because this girl's so popular. And so she's in my car now and we're driving down the road and unfortunately my car started having problems. And it had this issue that I thought was just fixed. And the issue was I'd be driving down the road and all the power would stop in the car. But if I could stick my hand under the steering column and wiggle together some wires, the power would come back on. And so we were driving to the movies and it was about a 15 minute drive and all of a sudden my car started doing that, that problem. The very problem I thought I just got fixed at the mechanics was not fixed. And so the car started going out with all the power and so quickly I stuck my hand under there and tried to wiggle those wires and then the power would come back on and then a couple minutes later the power would go off so the car kept lunging forward every time the power would go off. I'd have to wiggle those wires and then the power would come back on. Same thing would happen, the power would go off, we'd flung, get flung forward because we'd be going like 60 and all of a sudden there'd be no power so the car would just get flung forward and I'd have to hot wire it to get the power back. It did that over and over probably five times. So the car kept going forward and then back and then forward and then back and then finally 
the car started sputtering and I couldn't connect the wires any longer so I knew the car was gonna break down. So I pulled over into a neighborhood that was about a mile, maybe two miles from the uh, movie theater. So we pulled over, had to park the car, and this was in Texas. And if you've never been in Texas, especially in the summer, in the middle of the day, it is hot. Like people have heat strokes all the time. And that's where we were. We were in Texas, middle of the summer, and it was super hot. And so we parked the car and then we had to walk. I think it was about two miles all the way to the movie theater. So by the time we got there, we were both dripping sweat because of all the humidity. (laughs) And it was not a good first impression. And so we did sit through the movie. Thankfully, she didn't leave right away. And then afterwards, we had to call our parents to come pick us up uh, to get my broken down car. And she went her way, I went my way, and we never went on a date again. So that was another dating fail, is that date with Shay. Never forget it, with my car breaking down off and on, and then finally completely broke down. So that was my third dating fail when I was growing up. A fourth dating fail happened after my freshman year of college. So I had a high school sweetheart uh, that I dated after those dating fails. Um, and we actually never quite dated, but we always had a crush on each other. And when I moved out to college at CU Boulder, that's when we started dating. And she was then a senior in high school. And so after my freshman year of college at CU Boulder, I made a plan to buy a motorcycle and drive it from Colorado all the way to Texas to be with her. Her name was Sarah. Because we had started dating halfway through my freshman year of college, even though she was still back in Texas in high school. And so we fell head over heels. You know, I thought I, she was the one and I really felt like I loved her and it was you know, just magical like a lot of young relationships are. Anyway, so I made this plan. Okay, for the summer after my freshman year, I wanna go back to Texas and be with Sarah. So I buy this motorcycle and I had a friend, Bill, who was driving this car to Texas at the same time, and so I tried to talk him into getting a trailer hitch so I could hitch on my my motorcycle on a trailer, but he refused to do that. And so I had to drive my motorcycle from Colorado to Texas, and so I remember buying a very fluorescent orange jacket so people could see me. And my motorcycle did not have a windshield, and so I had all that wind pushing at me driving you know, 70, 80 miles per hour, and I remember having highway hypnosis where you know, hours would go by and I would realize what I was doing because I would forget that I was on a motorcycle and all that pressure of the wind and hanging on to the handles made all my arm muscles sore, my back muscles were sore. And by the time we actually made it to Colorado, I remember the back of my jacket was blown off from that constant wind pressure. And I'd have to stop every hour or so and wipe off all the bugs from my, my visor from my helmet. Anyway, so I finally get to Colorado and I was so excited to be with Sarah, so excited to have the summer with her. And within one week, she broke up with me to date someone she was working with. And I was devastated because I had just driven, you know, 20 hours to be with her. Um, I thought this was really the thing and we were gonna really, you know, have a great relationship. And she dumps me after a week, after everything I'd gone through to be with her for the entire summer. Um, And at that time, I was writing a lot of songs on my guitar, and I wrote a song about that experience. So anyway, that was my fourth dating fail. And actually, the fall after that is when I met my wife. 
And that's when I started dating her in college when I was a sophomore and she was a freshman in college and we were both at CU Boulder. So those are my four dating fail stories. I'm sure some of you can relate. Uh, Send me an email if you have some dating fails. I'd love to hear your stories as well. My email is info at drwyattfisher.com. But those are my four dating fail stories. Number one was the bloody knees. Number two was the milkshake. Number three was the car breaking down. Number four was the motorcycle breakup. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. For more resources, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.